Hello guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. And I am half number two, Andrew. Hello, number two. That's that's me. Number two. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're so happy that you came back to us after two very, very lengthy episodes back to back. But, you know, it's okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, at least written out, this episode is about half as long as the last one I did. And I guess about half, half as long as the one you did last, too. They're, yeah, those are both pretty lengthy episodes. <laughs> yeah, they, they really were. But, I don't know. I thought yours was really good. Thank you. Yours was good. Oh, thanks. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is, like, the first time. You've never said anything nice to me before this was it it's true the first time it's very accurate i'm constantly berating her (laughs) if anybody's ever that wow words if anybody's ever seen the office you know michael scott's why are you the way that you are that's a constant uh it's a constant saying that i say to andrew because it's like he wants me to hate him it's a test of a friendship sure okay if if you can, you're put you're you're pushing the limits of yes what you can do. I like to find the boundaries of acceptable behavior, <laughs> and then when you hit the boundary, what? I see if I can stretch it. <laughs> is it malleable at all, or is it just gonna gonna snap? This is pretty much how I live my life with my parents. Like, where's the limit? Can I push it? Oh, okay. There was the limit. Gonna back off. And now I know where it's at. It's the best way to live life. And I'm going to keep pushing it. Woo! Living life on the edge. Yeah, I guess. That's you. Yeah. That's why they call you the party doctor. Caitlin Proctor, the party doctor. Yep. Andrew came up with that one. I sure did. This is a long time ago. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty good at stuff. Good good job. I'm good at names sometimes. Maybe not. We'll see. This is pretty good. Andrew and Andy Ferg. That's you. Yeah, what a good name that was you just did. <laughs> Is that I, supposed to be something? What were you going for? No, that's it. That's your name. Awesome. I don't have a cool name for you. I'll come up with one, though. I had a co-worker once call me Ferger Burger. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I love it. it that's <laughs> it. Thank you, previous co-worker. That's it. Wow. There's also Fergalicious, I guess. Eh, I can just steal that. No. No, I can. I like Ferger Burger better. <laughs> I bet you do. I like Ferger Burger. Randy Andy. What? I don't like that one. No. <laughs> Hard no to that one. This is why sometimes you keep your thoughts to yourself and don't say them out loud. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say um hard pass on that one in fact it's why I like um writing things instead of saying them because I can write things and go no that's not i didn't care for that that's bad i'm gonna go back and delete it and retry this or just you know i don't even have to just hit the backspace button or i don't know how many times i've had like a tweet or a facebook post where i was like i was trying to either make a joke or something i was like i just can't get it to work so i'm just gonna gonna back out we'll we'll come back to this someday maybe (laughs) let me think on it i'll come back to my joke um and hit you with it when it comes together that's right i gotta i gotta let it gotta let it bake that's right it's i don't want to throw it out there half baked just like doughy and gross i want it to be perfect i want it to be moist oh god you did that on purpose (laughs) moist (laughs) yes i did do that on purpose you're right i hate that have you ever watched um nailed it 
no, I don't think so. Okay, that show's pretty fun. But is, is that the one where they like uh, they, try Pinterest things or something? Essentially, like they get um, amateur bakers mm-hmm. to, and they have their the, like a cooking show essentially, uh-huh. and they're all terrible. Like the people on it. Yeah, they're either terrible or even if they're kind of good, it's like they can't get the designs all right because it's like really fancy Pinterest stuff. Uh-huh. And it's, it's really funny. There's one episode, though, where a guy messes it up so bad that he puts salt instead of sugar <gasps> into the cake. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine taking a bite of that? Not realizing oh, what was about to happen. Golly. It's a lot like the last time I had turnips. Because I thought it was a potato. Oh, it's not. And I bit into it and I was just like, no, what is wrong with this? <laughs> this potato is bad. I I don't, maybe I would like turnips. I haven't had them since. They're not, they're not very good. They're pretty no. bitter. I, I just can't tell if it was an issue of like, I expected potato and I got something that was not potato. Yeah. And I was not happy. Well, that's that. yes to that. But also turnips are terrible. Tea, tea is for terrible and turnips start with a T. Okay. And that's how that works. Or it could be terrific. Mm. And thrifty. No, it's neither. Tandy. No, none of those things. It's terrible. Tubular. No. So whenever I was doing keto there for a while, yeah. Uh, I was like, I really wanted some vegetable soup. But I was like, what? I can't, you know, potatoes are like at the heart of vegetable soup. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I can't use potatoes though because those aren't keto. And I'll look, I was Googling like, alternative for potato like keto and i was like well you can do turnips and i was like never had a turnip i'll give it a go oh yeah good effort there whoever told that was they were trolling you no they were for real they were like the only the only reason there's the only way that turnips and potatoes are similar is that they grow from the ground and they both have white meat (laughs) like i don't know what you call that part of the you know what i'm (laughs) the meat (laughs) you know what i'm talking about though yeah but yeah i don't think they call it the meat what is it i don't know the insides they have white insides but they, they, it's not, turnips are not, the texture is bad, the flavor is bad, and I, and they, they're like rock hard, and it took like twice as long to, to cook the soup, because like, the turnips would not soften up. I was gonna say, I feel like a turnip also doesn't have like the, as much of the like absorption yes, ability yeah. that a potato has. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was like, I mean, it was like dense, yeah. and I was like, I mean, I literally had to cook that soup like twice as long. It was... It was not good. Don't do it. It's a bad alternative. Maybe you should have cooked the turnips before, I guess. Maybe. That could maybe work. Maybe I just shouldn't. Or don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Don't, don't eat turnips. It's kind of like if somebody's like, how do I get away with this crime? It's like, don't do the crime. That would probably be the best way to do it. That's right. Hey, speaking of crime. I have a crime. You do? Yes. Well, that's good because that's kind of like the theme of you this, better believe it. this discussion here. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Tell me more. All right. So we are, this is episode 22, I believe. That's what I wrote. It's anyway. it. You got it. All right. Uh, so for this crime, we're going to Hollywood. Arkansas? For a moment. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, is there Hollywood, Arkansas? Not that I know mm, of. There's a yeah. Paris. There's an England. A whole country. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've also got a Nashville and a Dallas, I think. So Definitely. Yeah. Nashville. We have a Nashville. What else? Um, that other places have. I don't know. Okay. Cool. We also have Wiener. Which That's is. That's the most important takes one. Takes the cake. Um, 
We also have Toad's actually up. the most important Little Rock, the one true city of Arkansas, <laughs> which is where most of this will, basically all this will take place. Okay, but right now we're heading to Hollywood. We're going Hollywood. Cool. So the main subject of this is going to be a one John Lawrence Markle. John Lawrence Markle. Yeah. So a little background. He was born to Mercedes McCambridge and William Fifold. I don't know how to say his name. Fifold goes west. No. Okay. But I mean, I guess they were in Los Angeles, so yeah, that, that's that's about as west as you can go. Boom. In the contiguous U.S. Um, do I think there's something weird like Los Angeles is like not as far west as like Reno or something weird? Anyway, is it like sticks out or something like that. But anyway, Mercedes McCambridge was pretty famous back in the day. I had never heard of her. Me neither. Um, She was a former radio actress and turned film actress and actually won the 1950 Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in the movie All the King's Men. Oh, really? Yeah. That was her first film that she was in, too. How about that? One that I have actually seen that she was in was the exorcist what did she play she was the voice of pazuzu oh really yeah weird right i think i've heard this i think i oh my god i think i i think i've heard this have you i think so let's go party on so she married william fifield in 1939 Uh and uh they had a son named john who is our main subject okay william fifield was like a writer he won some awards he wrote a book called in search of genius where he interviews like picasso and some other famous alleged geniuses Mm -hmm. or whatever cool um but they're gonna get divorced and uh mccambridge mercedes mccambridge is gonna marry fletcher markle Mm -hmm. and uh the the son john he's gonna eventually take the name markle oh okay which is what he ends up with oh so he didn't really have like a relationship with his dad then or uh, it didn't seem like it okay. um at least not well i don't know okay but uh anyway those two mark fletcher markle and mercedes mccambridge they're gonna get divorced too in oh. 1962 well okay hollywood marriages am i right right <laughs> you know I'm, it i'm so topical uh, <laughs> so john markle john lawrence markle our our subject he mm-hmm. He had, his childhood wasn't great, like in the kind of like rich people way, it's not great, where, you know, not struggling for food, but struggling for love. Aww. Like his mom was kind of distant, didn't seem like she took much interest in him and like shoved him off to a boarding school in Arizona. Oh, in Arizona? Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. She was like, I hope you die in the desert. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> my gosh be pretty messed up yeah it would be so uh 1968 Mm -hmm. he actually graduates from with a master's from ucla oh and that same year he married his wife christina and 1973 he graduated from ucla with a phd in economics or economics depending on who was saying the word well he's a smart dude seems like it and he had begun working at the Dallas office of a company known as Salomon Brothers in 1972. And they had two daughters, Amy and Suzanne. In March of 1979, he started working at Stevens, Inc. in Little Rock. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, the wait, one true city. Wait. Wait, what? We've talked about this. When? 
Have we? Yeah. I think oh. I told you a little bit about this case, uh-huh. maybe. Uh-huh. Okay, keep going. Like I'm a long excited. time ago when I first found it, I was like, have you heard of this? This isn't on our list. And then I added it. And here we are. Okay, keep exactly. going. Keep going. And keep going. Stevens is a big company. Yes. They're, their name is on everything in Little Rock. Like um, the minor league baseball park is Dickie Stevens Park. Mm-hmm. And um, is that what? I think UALR's basketball arena is mm, I don't know. Jack Stevens Center, something mm. like that. All uh, the same Stevens? Yes. Mm. The, the the ones with the money. So I'll say, so they're rich. Yeah. And so it, it's like at the time of this, I don't know about now, but at the time, Stevens was the 15th largest investment banking firm in the US. Uh-huh. And it was also the largest, though, that wasn't like publicly traded. Oh, okay. So there, it was a, it's privately owned. Oh. I believe that's still the case. Hmm. Cool. And um, Marco, he, he did a lot of futures market stuff. I don't know what that is. It's like stock that's like, or bonds or something. You know what? I should know. I don't. <laughs> um, Listen, if it has to do with money or math, count me out. The the pro- I forget. I think it's like futures is stuff that's like beyond a year. I forget what it is. I should know. I've taken a class on it twice, but also I've had to drop that class twice. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes a third time come fall. Third time's a charm. That's what they say. Okay. Maybe okay. third time's just when I learn. Just stop. Stop. Just stop. stop. Go join the circus. And uh, so he, he did like futures markets and stuff like that. And he was very pessimistic. And people would call him Dr. Doom. Oh, he was no. Just like, he was just like, I guess everything's going to go bad. Nobody loves. Oh, you guys would be friends. You are <laughs> over here. No, oh. I, maybe. <laughs> and he was actually like... Uh, good friends with the stevens brothers it was i forget their names one of them is wit i should have written that down but that's okay it's not important yeah that's not super important but basically he was in good with the big guys the, the, the two brothers who owned stevens gotcha and became a vice president after only working there for eight months that seems awfully quick yes he was like people thought he was really good okay. they thought he was kind of eccentric too he was a little kind of odd dr doom because <laughs> he also like he he would show up wearing like a a leather cap like and he would what? drive to work in a motorcycle and sometimes had uh yeah stuff like that he and he's he a, he's he, a he, cool guy he would wear like white socks what's wrong with that uh, if you're wearing dress clothes you don't wear white socks oh really yeah I just, i'm yeah, surprised I you don't know that i didn't know that it's so embarrassing for you i often don't wear dress pants how how are you going to recover from the shame of not understanding <laughs> basic fashion i wear white stockings with my scrubs compression hose that's yeah, it's not the same thing i don't think but you know okay uh he worked very hard though okay. uh like long hours like there's a story of like a co-worker saw him taking a nap on a bench in front of his office just oh my like gosh. yeah you know he is super respected and oh also in addition to the motorcycle he drove a pickup truck and he had like a lincoln as well like he had a good car the lincoln <laughs> but he would drive a motorcycle which is probably those are expensive but yeah and he also had a, this old pickup that was like painted all kinds of weird colors because um his daughters him and his daughters painted it themselves well, that's kind of sweet yeah and um well they didn't that must have been the only thing they did together because if he's working all those hours oh my gosh all those hours at work goodness um there's also part where it talks about like he would take his daughters and their friends to like concerts and he would just kind of like you know let them do the thing he just sit back and read a book or whatever (laughs) which i guess is like 
if you don't okay. care. Yeah, yeah. You're just there to make sure they're there. A chaperone, basically. Yeah. Um, so they lived on Main Street in Little Rock in a house that I've definitely driven by. Oh, really? Yes. Did you look it up? I did look it up. And I'm, it's not that I necessarily saw it and thought, oh, I've definitely seen that house. It was more like I've driven that part of town. I've definitely been by there and that house would stick out. So I've definitely seen it. Oh, which one is it? It's it's on Main Street. It's across from today. It's across from the cash sa- cash saver. It's like a grocery store. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's this is in the the Quapaw Quarter, as they call it, in Little Rock. Hmm. And Christina, his wife, was she was involved in all the community events there in the Quapaw Quarter, mm-hmm. and also volunteered with like the Girl Scouts. And so the the youngest daughter they have is Suzanne. How she, old is she? She's a fourth grader. She. Aww. She took ballet and dance classes. Aww. The oldest one is Amy. She's an eighth grader and she wanted to be a dancer and intended to apply to the School of the Arts in Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of him being Dr. Doom and kind of kind of pessimistic, pessimistic about stuff, he was very paranoid about uh, the possibility of nuclear war happening, oh, God. which this is 1980s. He grew. Mm. He was born in 1941. Gotcha. So he grew up his whole life with the threat of nuclear annihilation. Mm-hmm. And this is like Cold War era. Yeah. So our story mainly takes place in 87. Uh-huh. So the Iron Curtain has not fallen yet. Okay. Gotcha. E- Eastern Europe is still red. Gotcha. So it's it's he's all about that then. Yeah. He's he's really worried about that, and I guess he's just generally pessimistic anyway. Mm-hmm. And he he actually was trying to move potentially to australia but why because i guess he thought less likely to die of the nuclear war because <laughs> australia maybe isn't going to be targeted directly but i mean if it's, it's pretty far out of the way if it's nuclear if it's full-on nuclear war i mean it's, it destroys the planet so yeah yeah but i don't know yeah. he like he visited like uh, a typesetting firm what's that i guess it's a place where they're like we're going to teach you how to type up a good resume essentially oh and so he was like, if you make my resume real good and I get this job in Australia, I'll give you 2% of my salary, person helping. Oh. Yeah. And if he's as fancy pants as they say he is, 2% is going to be a hefty amount. Exactly. I mean, he lives in a three-story Victorian house. It's, wow. Yeah. And he, yeah, and like he thought the economy was going to just collapse completely and everything. So. He may be onto something, but not in the 80s. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wait, wait until 2008. Yeah. And nowadays, every single business textbook you read, which you don't. I don't. But I know this because I take business classes. Mm-hmm. Every single one at the beginning of the book, it talks about the Great Recession from 2008 and how everything went bad and why it went bad and why there's all these new regulations. So, Cool. Some, this is, it's really annoying, though, that's in every freaking textbook. It's like, yes, I get to read this part again. <laughs> I've learned this already. Exactly. If I took one of the classes, can I just opt out of this part of the the course? Give me, I will opt out of it if you just give me a B on the assignment for this. I don't even need an A. Just give me a B and I'll (laughs) move on from that. And let's roll. Exactly. So he's, he's Mr. Big Shot at Stevens Mm -hmm. doing financial, financial stuff. October 6th, 1987. A client of Stevens Inc. noticed something peculiar in his accounts. It was a securities trading firm uh, based in Chicago known as Gelderman Inc. And they suggested 
that it looked like Markle was manipulating a secret account that had been created in his mother's name. In Markle's mother's name? Yes, Mercedes McCambridge. Uh-huh. And uh, so basically, what he would do is he'd place orders for, like, I guess, buying stocks or bonds or whatever it was. Yeah. And he'd place the order, and he wouldn't say what the account it was going towards with Gelderman. He would be like, placing this order, and then he'd wait until the end of the trading day, and that's when he would tell them which account it belonged to. So he could know which he would know which one made money and which one went down. Gotcha. So the profits would go to that McCambridge account. Losses would be placed into the Stevens account. And so essentially $900,000 worth of Stevens profits were diverted into the McCambridge account. That's dirty. Yes. And... Like $380,000 worth of that even was um, mailed to John Markle's own address in Little Rock. Well, that was ballsy. Yeah. And it, as far as we can tell, McCambridge did not know about the fraud. His mom. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it would actually be later be determined that he opened the account by forging her signature. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Though it does seem like... Uh, like she knew the account existed, I guess. Like he started it for her. She probably had no idea what it was for. Right. And he was just like, check it out. Money for you, mother. He's like, cool, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, so the day after that report comes in, so that means we are now at October 7th, um, Stephen's representatives, they go and confront him about this account mm-hmm. and they place him on medical leave citing his history of heart problems, including a heart attack he had had two years earlier. How old is he? Uh, I believe he was 45. Oh, that's young. Yeah. So he would have been like 43 when he had the heart attack. That's young. And um, so, yeah, they, instead of just straight up firing him, I think it's, the idea I believe is essentially. Keeps pressing stuff out and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, you just go home for a while. We'll think about this. We're going to look into it. Uh, about a month later, on November 9th, uh, Gelderman, they send more information regarding these activities. Mm-hmm. Like, they uncovered more. Mm-hmm. So, also that same day, Markle had checked with his insurance company to see if his policy contained an effective suicide clause. No, no, no. And the clause gave $500,000 to his mother. If he should commit suicide? Yeah. So, after receiving this extra information... On November 13th, Markle is going to be fired. <gasps> oh, no. And there's like an early report. Like I found a... I mean, but what did he expect? Come on. Right. I found a report that was like from... I think it was about maybe less than a, a week or so after everything's going to happen. Uh-huh. And it's like uh, Stevens re- reported it as his his employment was completed. Completed. Yeah. What a weird word. He said, well, your services are no longer needed. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so he tried to actually settle the account, like make sure like just so there wouldn't be like legal action by asking that $800,000 of that, his account, his mother's account uh-huh. be returned to the Stevens account. Uh-huh. And Stevens is like, no, we're not doing that. Oh. They wanted $1 million back in restitution and he had 30 days before they were going to take legal action. Oh, no. So the, they wanted the all the money back plus some, basically. Essentially, yeah. Okay. 
Um, so, you know, things aren't going great. And November 13th still, they, the, the Markle family, they decide they're going to have a, they're going to have a Freddy party, like Freddy Krueger. What? Like they're going to just watch movies. Weird. Yeah. So they, they go to RAO video in downtown Little Rock. What is that? So it's just like a video rental store. Gotcha. It actually, fun fact, only shut down this year. What? Yeah. No way. And it shut down before the pandemic, so it was going to shut down anyway. But wow, that was a good, good, good timing. Yeah, I've I've walked by it a bunch of times because um, have you ever been in it? No. Huh. I, I, but I saw it and I was like, "Is that real? Like, what is this?" You always went to Blockbuster, huh? Pretty much, but also I didn't go to the that part of Little Rock. Yeah, except to like have lunch. Oh, okay, okay. Like I, I walked by it a bunch over the past few years, going to say uh, threefold noodles which mm. is such a very good restaurant i wish to revisit someday i still have never been you should i know you should try it also you should go to the fold i love have the you fold. been there yeah okay. yeah yeah I, yeah i could remember i went Freaking there delicious. i actually went there yesterday oh, fun fact i'm so jealous yeah it was good i like the barbecue tamale i thought about getting that it's so good but yeah so okay, it's, food. it's anyway. interesting that that reo video is st- was still there until just a few months ago <laughs> that's so wild I think I don't know if it was necessarily in that same spot. I think it's moved some. Gotcha. But, okay. but yeah, it was it was on Main Street. Um, so yeah, they're gonna have a Freddy party. They got some movies. They got like two of them, I guess. Uh huh. Um, two days later, uh, John Markle he went to uh, the Quapaw Gallery, which is like a a store of some sort, I guess, and he bought a, a weird Halloween mask. It was like, it's a, it's this really creepy mess. I should actually show you if yeah. I remember. I'm going to try and show you yeah. in a minute. But okay. um, but it was like, it was this weird rubber mask. It was like an old man. It was like bald, has big nose and like a mustache. And is super creepy looking. And he bought the mask for $24, which seems like a lot right now. Which is like 50 and now I'm just kidding. It's like a billion dollars now. In today's money. Uh, so he bought it for $24, didn't even try it on or anything, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd. Yeah. So the next day at 4 a.m., Marco calls his attorney, Richard Lawrence. Uh-huh. He tells Lawrence to come to the house and then just hangs up. And Lawrence, he calls back twice, never gets an answer. And so then he calls the police, tells them there's some kind of emergency, it seems like. Uh-huh. And Lawrence drives to the house, just like he was told to do. Yeah. And he gets there. He notices there's a light on inside. It's at like 4 a.m. or so. And so he drives around to the back of the house and then around the block. And then he finds a police officer, goes and gets the police officer, takes him to the house. And around 4.15 a.m., they get there and they notice the front door is open. They go in. The TV is on with Nightmare on Elm Street still in the VCR. Oh, gosh. And in the first floor study, they find John Markle. He has bullet wounds on both sides of his head. On both sides? Yes. So he used two guns at the same time. <gasps> oh, my goodness. And he's laying in a pool of blood, as you would expect Clearly, from yeah. such a thing. Yeah. Um, and like, right beside him, obviously, is... The guns, there's a Colt 38 revolver and a Charter arm, Arms 38 mm-hmm. caliber revolver. Mm-hmm. Guns. There's okay. there's a couple of guns. Guns, okay. And near his body is that Halloween mask he had purchased the day before. Yeah. And obviously it's covered in blood too. And 
everything everything's covered in blood exactly uh-huh. as it as it does so they proceed to the second floor oh no 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 don't no i don't mean to laugh but it's just don't go like, yeah you, no, you know what's gonna happen i know what's happening it's it's kind of telegraphed also by the content of this podcast you can kind of <laughs> guess oh no so they find amy 13 oh. and her younger sister suzanne who was nine at the time oh. they had both um amy had been shot four times in the head and chest and suzanne had been shot five times also in the head and chest oh my gosh and on the third floor in the master suite they find his wife christina lying across their waterbed dead and she had been uh shot three times in the head and chest and they found a third gun in the upstairs bathroom. So he'd used three guns to, to do this. When did he get all these guns? It's Arkansas. You can get guns wherever you want. Yeah, but did he purchase them all? Did it say, like, did he purchase them all, like, in quick I succession, like, right before all this? Maybe. He had, like, 15 guns. So he may oh, have just had guns. Okay. Oh, yeah. He was he was a doomsday guy. Yeah. Okay. Also that. Okay. Forgot yeah, about that. If you're a doomsday guy, you got to have them guns. Oh, yeah. So you can ward off the looters. That's right. And... Um, and they found later tests that they had an antidepressant called Elavil. 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 There we go. Elavil. This is why you're here. <laughs> and all, every single one of them had it in their bodies. So he like system. forced them to take it? I guess. Or maybe he just dosed them, like tricked them. I don't know. Hmm. Totally. And uh, also this is almost like a spooky Halloween story. Yeah. I, I almost thought about saving this for October. Yeah. Because it was also like a big thunderstorm was going on at the same time. Like power got knocked out in the neighborhood and oh like there's so much thunder and stuff that nobody noticed the gunshots happening i see okay yeah, yeah so that's a lot that's a lot of uh, of shots yeah fired. that was uh one, two, one two, three. five, ten, about 14 i believe wow so um it's fun it's always like you know how sometimes there's a mass shooting mm-hmm. and the first question is always like why why and even there's never a good answer even when they leave like a manifesto or whatever if you read it you're just like this sounds like crazy pants exactly you're it doesn't make sense yeah and so it's never satisfying there's never like a oh that's why they did it it's like what why i don't i still don't get it yeah um so markle he left a briefcase for his attorney at the front door Mm -hmm. inside were 64 100 bills a five thousand dollar money order and a few days before the murders, he actually voided his will and then replaced it with a handwritten version, which was in the briefcase that had no provisions for his wife or children. Because, you know, mm, he knew what he was going to do. Exactly. So, like, this is not a spur of the moment. He was planning Planned, this after yeah. a while. So, also inside is a 12 page letter oh where he gosh. basically just talks mess about his mom. What? Why? Uh, he said she was never there for him. Oh. Said her interests were drinking and failed marriages. Oh. Pretty sick burn. Ouch. Um, and she she went to Alcoholics Anonymous at some point. I looked this up uh-huh. to get sober. Uh-huh. But before that, she had been to the hospital at least twice because she had been drinking too much and oh almost died. Wow. And he even mentions that in the note. Like He said that he saw her try to kill herself twice. Wow, with alcohol. Yeah. Wow. And... Uh, he was also resentful that she was never, like, impressed with him or anything. Like, 
He's like, I have this family. I have all this money. I have this money I'm putting into your account. And, she's, and, and guess, he had his PhD. Yeah. And she was like, I guess she just didn't care. I don't know. That's kind of sad, but it's hard to feel sorry for him. But it's still kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, especially, especially after the fact. It'd be one thing if it was like he was still around and he was just like, my mom sucked. Or he like, did that just to himself and not his family. Even, yeah. Yeah. But, it, and there was a suicide note, which had the time of 2.30 a.m. written on it. Yeah. And so it had been written before he called his attorney or anything. Right. And in it, he admits to killing his wife and children mm. before he takes his own life. And he also made sure to write in, like, his wife had nothing to do with it. Like, he did. He did it all Yeah, he was like, she was not in on this at all. Mm. And um, basically, like... It's it's one of those things like again why, and I think it's bec- in part he was um, so he was broke essentially or about to go yeah, broke yeah and I I it's like a selfish thing of like it's selfish he thinks he's being selfless by saving everybody else the shame yeah but he's being very selfish yes, in fact yeah um yeah so like october 27th they found his diary and he had written some stuff like uh-huh. um he wrote about how much he loved his wife and daughters he was broke and the kids would have no inheritance if this all happened yeah and his wife had basically said like you you you're putting the family last lately and just and he was like and i agreed with that yeah and uh one of the last lines in there it says there's really only one choice now oh no yeah and there's a bunch of legal wrangling over the money as you would imagine yeah i never saw exactly how that all worked out but like it went on for years like into the 90s what between his mom and and yeah or something yeah essentially and uh his mom got like half of her son's estate around which was around eight hundred ninety thousand dollars worth so that's a a very sad one but wow I'm just glad I didn't have to spend 10 pages reading through it because it's so bad. Wow. So that, so he, he wrote like in his, in that 12 page document, he just said like, I'm saving my family from the shame I'm about to. Uh, he wrote that basically in the suicide note. Yeah. The 12 page later letter is mostly just him. I think it was just 12 Bashing pages of mom. yeah vindictiveness towards his mother. Okay. Like people were like, it's, it's real negative i can't believe it he had some some serious mom issues yes uh so in his suicide note he he just said like essentially he I'm wanted to d- i'm killing myself and my my whole family to save them the shame essentially yeah how can anyone i mean how can anyone hurt a child period but especially when it's your own children right like well it's it's one of those things where he he thought he was saving them from something he, he was he, something was wrong something was wrong deep inside of him and apparently that's like when there are things like this a lot of times it is like they want to save them from some shame or yeah he he thinks like they can't they can't survive without him and he's going to take himself out so they got to go too (laughs) that's so selfish it really is that's that's really sad as is the theme of this show pretty much yes generally it is very sad yeah yeah well, I think I remember you telling me, yeah, that was, that was what I thought that I, I thought, well, I didn't know all that, but essentially I remember you telling me about that one. Yeah. I was just like, check this one out. Have you heard this? Like, and I had not. Exactly. All right. Okay. 
Are you ready? Yes. Have you studied? No. Okay. It's going to be bad. It sounds like it will be. Okay. All right. So. This is Caitlin the, Fails at Geography. Yes. This is where we quiz Caitlin on the state capitals. We're working through 10 states at a time. And we're going back and hitting the ones that I get wrong or don't get period. Exactly. Okay. So to start with this week, we're going to go to Maine. What you got? Augusta. Good job. Proud of you. All right. Next, we got Maryland. Annapolis. Yes. Very good. You know what else is in Annapolis? What? The U.S. Naval Academy. Cool. Yeah. Neat, right? Yeah. I love your useless facts. (laughs) That could be useful at some point. You don't know. Andrew's face got very offended. Yeah. All right. How about Michigan? Lansing? Good job. Is that right? Yes, it is. Lansing is, in fact, the capital of Michigan. Okay. What's next? Ah, I hit something. Oh. All right. So, next up, Montana. Helena. Excellent. We're doing so good. It's about to get bad. Is it? Yep. All right. Nebraska. Don't know. Guess, think of all the cities you can name in Nebraska. Nebraska. I bet there's at least one city you've heard of in Nebraska. What's the name of it? That would ruin the point of the game, wouldn't it? <laughs> I tried. Can't say I didn't try. Oh, what what cities are in Nebraska? You should just guess Kansas City like that time you guessed for Oklahoma that one time. I'm going to say potato like I did Idaho. I don't think Nebraska is known for potatoes. I don't know what Nebraska is known for. Corn. State Park. They're known for know. corn. I thought that was I. Their college teams, Iowa. the Cornhuskers. Well. I mean, lots of places can have corn. They have corn in eastern Arkansas. Like, we, yeah, we have corn here. That's what they make the uh, Rocktown vodka out of is the corn from Poinsett County, I think. They do, s- they do source it from Arkansas. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll move on then. Okay. How about Nevada? I saw a Nevada license plate today. Huh. Yeah. Um, Nevada. It's, it's not... It's not... Um, Las Vegas. It would not be that. Yeah. I normally wouldn't tell you that, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you it's not. It's not. I know. I know it would be Nevada. Nevada. I don't know. Drawing a blank. I feel like there's at least one more city you know from Nevada. Probably. And when I see it, I'm going to be like, oh, that city. But also, maybe it's not that one. Who's okay. to say? Okay. Who Who well, could say? Well, it's I, not Las Vegas. I could say, actually. What? I could say what it is when I was saying who could say if that's right. Okay. But uh, I could actually say. I, I would just know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's look at, uh, we're going to end this on all of the new states. Okay. There's just every single new state. So, New Hampshire. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't me, even know. I'm going to try and think of a clue here. How about, um, I'm going I'm to help you out. Okay, thank you. A little bit. Okay. We'll see if this helps. Okay. Uh, just think about jelly. Grape? Grape is a type of jelly. Concord. There you are. Yay. Concord, New Hampshire. Yay, thank you. That's the capital of New Hampshire. Uh, let's see here. Hampshire. New Jersey. New Jersey. Um, Jersey Shore. That's a TV show. Oh, okay. Um, a, also a place, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Starring Atlantic City. No, <laughs> is that in New Jersey or I don't New know. York? I don't I, know. I'm not sure. I, New Jersey, Jersey, Jersey Shore. Remember that show? 
I, I saw like a picture of the cast because it was on Hulu or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I was scrolling by and I was like, do I remember all these people? And I was like, okay, that's Ronnie situation, Vinny, Polly D, <laughs> J-Wow, Sammy Sweetheart. That's, <laughs> I was like, yes, I do remember all of this. You watched that show, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I was like, the that's the only trash TV yeah. reality show I ever watched. Me too. It's just too good. It's just it, unreal. It was amazing. Um, I loved it. Okay, New Jersey. I don't know. All right, we'll move on on that one. Okay. This one you should get. Okay, probably New not. Mexico. Las Vegas? No. We've talked about it. Oh, it's the place that you and I have both been. No. Oh. I've never been. Albuquerque. No. I just want to give you a second chance because I know you should know this. Oh, my god. Because we've literally talked about it not I that know, long ago. I know. I know. It's not Albuquerque. The one you're thinking about. Santa that we, Fe. There you go. Okay. Where where have we both been, do you think? Have you been to Albuquerque? Albuquerque uh, no, I've Was been to... Was it just to, Las Cruces? Yes, Las Cruces. That's I've never been, been to Las Cruces. Oh, I thought you've been. No, but oh. I just know it exists. Oh, okay. Because of New Mexico State University. That's where I went. Yeah. Why? Band stuff? Yep. Lame. It was, it was fun. It, well, I, I like New Mexico. It's really pretty. Some of it is. It's neat. Um. All right. We'll, we'll conclude this week with the capital of... Not gonna get it. The state of New York. New York. The Big Apple. New York, New York. It it is not that. It's not? It is not. What? My mind is blown right now. Is it? Is it start with an A? Maybe. No, just tell me. Yes or no. Uh only if you are willing to stay wrong. Albany. Okay, I'll I'll allow it. You did it. Uh, is that right? Yes. I knew it. I'll allow it because okay. otherwise we'll never finish this s- stupid segment. <laughs> It'll go on forever. <laughs> We're only halfway through. Uh, yeah, roughly. Let's see, thirty-two. So you've you've done twenty-nine successfully. Okay, cool. So what would be really funny is if on, you, after you we do did all fifty, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get them all wrong. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh man. Okay, so that wasn't a complete and total f- epic failure. No, you did all right. Cool. You only missed three, I think. I need I need my friend Kendall to come in clutch and, and help me out again next week and be like, okay, here's the 10 you need to know for this week. <laughs> I mean, you did. You, I did give you a lot of help on two of those. Yeah. New York, you did not. Kind of. You did on New Hampshire. I gave you all the help on New Hampshire and New Mexico them. and some help on New York. You didn't give me all the help on New Mexico. I gave you tons of help. No, you so didn't. much help. Calm down. Okay. Anyway, I basically let you guess like two other cities before <laughs> made you get there. Shut up. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk about what you're looking at. What you what you're looking at? Sounds great. <laughs> um, I I've been looking at something pretty cool. Tell me. I discovered that there was an animated Tron TV show from like 2012. Listen, love Tron, the second Tron. Yes. First Tron, garbage. Tron 2, the second Tron. That's what they called Tron it. Tron 2. It was called something else. Tron Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. I love Tron Legacy. Didn't, did you and I watch that in theaters? Yes. At um, the promenade in Little Rock. Wow. How do you remember that? I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't have any... Uh, worthwhile memories for the most part so well, i remember well, i remember s- I, even yeah i remember your smaller things than other people would remember i guess Figures, okay yeah um the tron legacy good movie love it 
I tried to watch First Tron and it was really bad. Yeah, it doesn't really hold up. But I like Jeff Bridges, the dude. Yeah. He's in both. It's and he's in the second one twice. Y- Clue. Yeah. Do Tell you remember me. what Clue stands for? Because I looked it up. Computed, computer, nope. It's codified likeness utility. Nope, wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. I was I, I was trying to remember what it was. And I was like, computer likeness unit? That's, That's pretty, pretty close. close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because I remembered it was like, first of all, I remembered it was an acronym and I knew it. It was, I mean, it was like an acronym that would mean like, he looks the same. Yeah, yeah. They look the same. Uh, who was who was the big deal in the first one? Who's not a big deal in the second one? Was it Tron? The character of Tron played by by uh, Bruce Boxleitner? Yeah, well, yeah, he like had nothing to do in the second one. I don't know what his point was in the first one. Um, so spoilers from the second one, mm-hmm. he was he had been repurposed by Clue. Clue. Yeah. And that's when like at the end of the movie he's like they called him Rinsler through it. And he's like I fight for the user and then it saved the day. Oh, okay. Which um, also, if you've seen Tron Legacy, that kind of spoils and makes the entire purpose of Tron Uprising, the animated series that I watched all of. Cause okay. yeah, so here's the thing yeah. about Tron. Tron Uprising, there's only one season. It's like 19 episodes. Mm-hmm. And the reason it is that way is because like everything else, Tron, nobody saw it. Yeah, but it's <laughs> so good. Also, in, in Disney world disneyland it's like shanghai or hong kong or something um they have the the light bikes from tron yeah they have an awesome awesome ride and they're bringing it stateside i can't remember if they're bringing it to disneyland or disney world so there are there were there were rumors of them doing another tron tv show for disney plus oh yeah but the rumors are that that got canceled like right before whatever d23 or whatever it's called yes and then uh rumors current rumors are that they are going to do a new Tron movie, which, yay, Tron! And then it's going to have Jared Leto. Less oh. yay, because nobody likes him. He seems Jared. like a weird creep. He's He tries too hard. Also that. He's like, a diva. Like he's when, a total diva. Like, the when he was Joker, and he's like, he's like, I'm going to be all method and be weird. And he's like, he sent used condoms to his co-stars. Like, why would you do that? Also, the Joker wouldn't do that. That's not, you're not being method at all. You're just what, being. What's a, the Batman story about the Joker sending his semen places? <laughs> it, it doesn't yeah, exist. It's just, that's not, that's not funny. It's weird. It's actually like, like a little bit like, I mean, speaking science speaking scientifically and gross yeah and you don't know what diseases are in that it's like people licking the ice cream in stores and stuff like or, you don't know or like watching any tv show or something where like somebody spits in somebody's food yeah now, nowadays with what's going on i'm just like oh my god send them to arrest- jail you, th- seriously the ice cream licking people were arrested because like you don't yeah. know what kind of biological things you're exposing other people too so exactly like that's creepy and messed up so did you like tron animated tron Tron uprising it's pretty good yeah. even though it's if you think about it it's like if the show kept going there was no way there was a happy ending because it takes it seems to take place between the it takes tron place before movies? tron legacy because mm-hmm. the main characters are a program named beck who finds tron who survived his attack from clue at, that happens at towards the beginning of Tron Legacy. Uh-huh. So, in the meantime, Tron is like barely alive. Yeah. 
and he's training Beck to lead an uprising against Clue and uh-huh. all his generals and stuff. But if you think about it, it's like, I've seen Tron Legacy. I know that at some point, Tron gets captured and repurposed by Clue. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no good ending. There's no way the show ends on a good note. It's going to be like a dark, horrible thing, right? So, so what? Did, did it end badly? Well, it ended on like a cliffhanger. The cliffhanger was like... Oh. Yeah. Like, maybe, oh, there's something even worse coming. But it's a pretty good show. Hmm. It's only 19 episodes, so you can breeze through it in a couple of days. Are they short episodes? Yeah, they're like the 22-minute TV Oh, gotcha, okay. It's on Disney+. Plus. That's not bad. I might watch that. I um, have started a new audiobook. You might have heard of this. It's about the Golden State Killer, um, oh. who um, in this past year has been identified and prosecuted and put in jail, Joseph D'Angelo. And spoiler alert, in case you didn't know, <laughs> watch the news. No, don't. Don't watch the news. Spoilers for the news. Yeah. Um, so You sound like when I watched um, Narcos. And I was like, "What's gonna happen to Pablo Escobar?" <laughs> yeah. Like, Who knows? I could just, I could just look it up, but you I'm could, not gonna. You could Google it. Um, but I'll be gone in the dark is a book written by Michelle McNamara, who was um, Patton Oswalt, who funny comedian, all around cool guy. It was his first wife um, who passed away at a young age suddenly, but she was an, a writer. And she wrote this, she was, she had an obsession with the Golden State Killer and finding out his identity. And she didn't complete the book before her passing. Um, so, but she had all sorts of notes and stuff. And so it's been completed by others. I'm not sure who exactly, but they compiled it from her evidence and her notes and stuff. And she, she never knew the, I haven't gotten to the end. I don't, I don't think she ever knew the identity. She passed before the identity of the Golden State Killer was, was found out. Um, but she was relentless. She actually is the one who coined the term Golden State Killer. Um, he didn't have, he wasn't well known about and didn't have a moniker until she got heavily involved, uh, putting like, she found connections between cases. She did so much research into this. And so the book, I'll be gone in the dark. There is now an HBO series about it. Uh, I think it's HBO. Yeah, I think it's HBO. Sounds like something they would do. Yeah. But apparently it's like amazing i haven't watched it but this book is very very good um gillian flynn who wrote gone girl and all those amazing yes she writes amazing books she did the forward uh was that what it's called before a for a forward is that the before okay she she wrote a forward narrate the forward and then um Patton oswald at the end he does a little thing but i haven't gotten that far i just started it today and i'm halfway finished with it it's so good it's really really good she goes deep and she talks about deeply about all the victims their lives their families leading up to it um and very very much humanizes those involved because i I think sometimes talking about this stuff you know we it's we talk about in an entertaining sense but I, i know that you and i we still try to have respect for the victims because they are real people who really went through this awful thing. And same thing with Michelle McNamara. She, she um, definitely humanizes everybody and has a lot of respect for those families. Um, So it's awesome. It's really, really good. I'm excited about watching the show eventually. I know um, I'm pretty sure um, 
one of the goddesses of true crime, Karen Kilgariff, um, who is friends with Michelle McNamara, um, and she hosts, she is co-host of the podcast, My Favorite Murder. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody listening probably knows that, but... Um, is is Karen the one with the big teeth, or is that the other one? That's that's Georgia Hartstark. Okay, <laughs> I showed Andrew pictures of Karen Kavira from Georgia Hartstark, and he's like, and Andrew has a thing for girls with big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a weird way to put it. It's like, but it's, it's not like you find it more attractive than a smaller teeth. That's right. What are we? What are we do? Okay. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm embarrassing I need, Andrew. <laughs> I need to see that smile first. <laughs> Show me the damn teeth. <laughs> No, but yes. Want some big old teethies. Karen Kilgariff is the other one. And I mean, both of them are amazing, but um, I think she does a, she taught, I think she is interviewed in the HBO series, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm, I'm pretty so it's like sure. a documentary style series? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, all of this is a, I mean, all of this, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, it's told in a, it, it's told, it's told like in a narrative type style, but it's all factual. It's all true. Um, so... I just, but I'm pretty sure she passed away before his identity identity was found out. Um, but she's, I mean, knowing what we know now about him, listening to this stuff, if she didn't know, she was she was spot on about a lot of things. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just looked it up just to make sure it is on HBO, mm-hmm. and the last episode airs today. Apparently, as we record this. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So if you st- if you got your HBO Max or HBO Go or HBO Now or regular HBO or whatever HBO thing it is, <laughs> I don't um, I don't yeah. have it, but I have a friend that has it. And there you go. And then I have it that way. That's that's what it's all about. Thanks, Drew. Um, yeah. What else is going on? Oh, I've been playing uh, MLB The Show Twenty. What is that? Baseball. Yep. Baseball game. It's the first time I've played a baseball game for more than like 10 minutes since <laughs> um, Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on the N64. Oh my gosh. I think. Actually, no, I played I played the bigs. That game was pretty good. The bigs? Yeah, that's a pretty good game. Okay. But I just like it because it's the first sports game I played. Every single one of these sports games, they have a mode where it's like, you're just the one guy. You're going to build yourself up and have a career or whatever. Yeah. I hate it every single time because... <laughs> The teammates are because your teammates suck sometimes. Yeah, They're idiots. Yeah, just like real life. Of course, I don't want that in my video game. Of course, get out of here. But the nature of baseball makes it so that that's less of a concern. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, if you hit like three home runs and then your pitcher gives up twenty home runs, it's like, well, my teammate sucks, and that I don't like that. But <laughs> you know, I took care of my business, and it was not it was not dependent on them. I guess. Boom. Also, been watching sports because they're back baby until they're not anymore get it while you can yeah get it while especially, it's hot especially the baseball yes um, soccer has been mostly fun even though my team lost basketball is fun that it's back love the, the way they're doing basketball Digital screen they got basketball especially they have the best setup because yeah for one like, are they at are they in disney world are they at yeah the disney? they're in orlando okay, as well okay them and uh mls are both at like sports resort Com- things okay with disney. gotcha um been watching some basketball again and it's really fun because they try and you obviously don't have like real home teams like you normally would because right. but they do like they superimpose the team logos onto the court like digitally mm-hmm. and they've got like the screen of like fans and stuff yeah and have like the colors for that team that's so it's made for like a better atmosphere than any of the other ones just to have a little bit of like oomph yeah make it as close to normal as possible like i watched a hockey game today and it was just completely empty arena and they had like tarps on the seats and stuff and it's just like i don't know it just feels lifeless so depressing but those have been fun and in the future i haven't watched it yet 
Umbrella Academy season two. I'm so excited. I haven't watched it yet either. I'll probably start watching it either today or tomorrow. I'm so excited. As we record this. So pretty excited about that. I know, me too. Love that movie. Love that show. But yeah, that, so those have been that's been what I've been looking at. Um, and then I show I said what I've been listening at. Yes, <laughs> listening you listened to. at it. Also, little update: we talked about this. So I know a couple episodes back, I talked about um a uh, individual being found in a car trunk here in Conway. Yes, we've uh, had at least two episodes where you've mentioned it. I think yes, with more information. But I don't know how. Again, can't confirm if any of that information is actually correct. However, Andrew was like, "Hey, do you have any updates on that?" And I was like, "You know what? Let me let, give me give me just a second. And so I googled that, and the last update was about a month and a half ago, June seventeenth, twenty twenty. When they identified the individual found, it was a one Mr. Timothy Walker, 29-year-old male of Conway. He was found in the trunk of the vehicle as authorities began investigating a a suspicious vehicle complaint earlier that week. Um, And that was really the last update. Uh, Log Cabin Democrat posted a, I mean, a bunch of different people did, but I liked a Log Cabin Democrat. Um, But they said that uh they can't really release anything else because it is a very active investigation still so um if any further details come about i'll say someday we might get to know something about it i'm gonna keep up with this i'm i am invested in this Uh, it's one of the it's like i want to know more about i think i talked about that guy in cersei they found in cersei i told you about that at least i don't know if i talked about it on here but i would like to know more about that man what else oh i i hate myself a lot right now why because i i need to mow the lawn and it's been like two, <laughs> two weeks, weeks now it's been a real nightmare well because i was too lazy to do it today i should have done it and then it rained for like several days and then i was busy the next few days and so now it's just a disaster and now it's forever it's like a jungle for real like my future self is really mad at me right now <laughs> I, I um i mowed the yard today and guess what what I got sunburn. It's smart. You think like like you said, you think I would learn, but I actually got burned and then put on sunscreen like a really smart Does person. Does that help? I mean, it helped me from getting further burned. Okay. I guess that that makes sense. Right? I figured I thought you were talking like I did everything and then put the sunscreen on afterwards. No, like, no, 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 no. What? I spent like maybe an hour and then I could tell, was, I could feel it burning, and I was like, I, really, I need to put on sunscreen, so I did. Like, I'm already trying to plan out how I'm going to do it tomorrow, because I'm thinking... You're going to have to take a lot of breaks. Yeah, I'm thinking I'll probably do... So, the way my house is laid out, I think if I do the front yard in the morning is the best, because the sun is behind the house at that point, <laughs> and then You're, after I do that, I'll wait until later in the day, like four or five, when the sun is on the other side of the house... And do the backyard. You really planned this one out. I've, I mean, I think about this every time because it's hot. It, it is hot. It's it takes it is like, Arkansas. Takes me like three hours just just so I can like you know like take breaks and not die. Yeah, and, and your yard's not even as big as my big old yard. Calm down. But I do bag. I I bag all my stuff in the yard. Yeah, I I almost wonder if I should do that, but yeah, makes it prettier. 
I guess. I have, when I've had it be too, um, when it's like super long, like it is now, where it's a jungle. Yeah. And it just like leaves tons of grass yeah, shavings it's, everywhere. It's awful. Sometimes I'll get the leaf blower and just kind of, so it spreads it out some. <laughs> just put it in that ditch behind your house. That's part of where I do it, yeah. There you go. There and you go. I have to like weed eat around that because it's like, it is a ditch and there's yeah. grass grows into it and I have to, I'm not going to take them over in there, especially yeah. when it's rained recently and there's water in it yeah no it's it's a bad time yeah but it's hey, what i get it's, it's my august, own fault it's august now um barely but it is august Ugh. which means not much not much longer another two months maybe two two and a half months of this garbage and it's done ideally i feel like last year we were on like august 63rd at some point where it's like <laughs> didn't stop hot 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 yeah, it just wouldn't, it, it was like, hey, it's fall, but also it isn't, so. It's actually been quite pleasant the past couple of days. It really has. It's been surprising. Yeah, it was after Waiting that. Waiting for it to, to not be to be mi- To be summer number five here in Arkansas. Yeah, I hate summer. Me, well, yeah. It, ideally, it would be fall temperatures all year round. It's just the temperature sucks, and I remember working, when I worked at the Chick-fil-A, it was always super busy throughout the whole day during mm-hmm. summer, mm-hmm. and it was always great that first day uh, school was back because it was like it was so quiet comparatively because no there's no children running around screaming at the Chick-fil-A. It's like, oh, I'm at peace finally. <laughs> children are gone. I was like, I also always liked um, working that Saturday for, I, think was, I don't know if Friday necessarily was like this, but Saturday on Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Nobody came in. Because everybody's was, out. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but speaking of Saturdays uh, by Chick-fil-A's and malls and stuff, totally forgot that t- this weekend was tax-free weekend. Um, and I was like, oh, I actually, initially, I saw, I have been looking for some more like Clorox wipes. Could not find any anywhere at all. Not even off-brand ones. Not even on Amazon. And then I just happened to look at Target online. It was like in stock in Conway. And I was like, I gotta go. We gotta go now. Gotta get the Clorox. And of course, they limit it one per per person, yeah. which is fine. That's fine. Uh, but John and I went and I was like, okay, we need two separate transactions. So you can get one and I can get one. So we did that and literally went back today. They're sold out. They're stock- it was pretty stock full and it was sold out already today. But I was like, I totally forgot it was tax-free weekend. We showed up and I was like, why are there so many people here? And I was like, oh my God, what have I done? It's it's tax-free weekend. There's so many people here. It was very stressful. Although everybody wore a mask and even Target had like an announcement going. Basically, like it was like, if you decide like masks are required in the store, if you decide you don't wish to wear one, try our online shopping instead or contactless delivery. And I was like, oh dang, they basically said wear a mask or get out. Yeah, that's that's funny. I. <laughs> when I was in, uh, when was this? I was in Searcy. I stopped at the Harps there to mm-hmm, pick up mm-hmm. some groceries for my grandpa. Yeah. And there was some guy in there without a mask. Right, well. And he was checking out and there was like an announcement over the PA. It was like, masks are required, social distancing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like standard announcement. They always do like every, whenever. Yeah. And guy got all crossed. He's like, is that about me? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, you're if not you that. Think, in- if you think it's about you, it's probably about you. But it probably isn't because you're not that important. Yeah, but yeah, the, take the, it to heart. The checkout lady was like, they do that like every hour, I guess. And he was still just, I think he just wanted to be mad. So yeah. he was just still like making comments wherever he left. I'm a mad person. Meep, 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 meep. Yeah, and you end up in the, it's 
like um herman kane did you see what happened to him no oh did he the, die yes and he was he, like he was former presidential candidate for the republican party he went to the trump rally in tulsa where he did not have a mask and he even said masks are dumb and where americans are fed up with these masks and then he caught coronavirus and friggin' died that's i mean that's sad that's really really sad i mean but hopefully people will take that to heart please it's not that bad it's i mean from somebody who had to wear a mask all day prior to this it's not that bad folks it's not forever we just want to keep people alive and if you know there is no 100 percent effective way but this is the best way so far okay just wear the don't be a weird baby and wear your masks yes it, it's just it's, don't be it's selfish so, it's so easy yes and it's it's super selfish like if i see people not wearing masks purposefully it's you're arrogant very, very, you're very very well. selfish person and i think less of you and i and i am sticking by that statement i said what i said <laughs> yeah it's it is selfish and it's arrogant agreed it's because again i mean it's like also one of the founders of turning point usa which is this I don't know what that is. it's a dumb conservative thing <laughs> um anyway his old man who they were constantly pushing like no mask stuff uh-huh. and one of the co-founder died from coronavirus because he didn't wear a mask i guess well i mean i mean clearly 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 i mean it's it's a hoax it's killed over 150,000 people in america alone but you know it's but a hoax but it's a hoax that's but 150,000 injured that's really just a drop in the hat of people okay yeah, but I think I looked it up, and if I did my math right, the percentage-wise, the amount of people, um, the amount of Americans who have died from coronavirus is percentage-wise higher than the amount of people in Chicago who get murdered. Yet, um, I wonder wow. which one people will sh- never shut up about well, on the right. Yeah, I wonder which one. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, great. 150,000 people. If you look at the whole population of the U.S., it's just a drop in the hat. But guess what? That's 150,000 people. That is like... And climbing. Yeah. And and that's like that's bigger than the population of both of the cities I've lived in in Arkansas. It's almost double that. Double the yes. population of those cities. It's actually... I don't... How big is how big is Fort Smith, Andrew? Do you know? Uh, less than that. Yeah. How big is Little Rock? More. But but only by like forty thousand. Yeah. So that's literally the entire, almost the entire population of the capital city of our state has died, and it's like, okay, great. It's not that big of in the drop of the hat of the however many hundred billion millions people whatever that live in the U.S. But that's a hundred and fifty thousand people that died. Women, men, children, young people, old people, they're all dead. Because you can't wear a stinking mask. Other things too. But help, just wear a mask to bring that number down. Come on. Exactly. Do your part. This is a war against coronavirus. Do your part. Wear your ammo against it. And it's just frustrating because, like you said, like people keep going on like, well, we can't do this forever. And it's like, well, it won't be forever if we get it under control more, more quickly. Exactly. Also, I'm tired of hearing people be like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. We, we, we. Wash your hands, wear a mask. There's nothing we can do about it. And, oh, what are we going to do? Regulate other safety standards? 
Yes, we do yeah. all the time. Listen, have you heard of seatbelts? No. Have you heard of drunk driving laws? Have you heard of like water Ch- child safe child labor laws and and we have like laws for the environment? So we have clean drinking water. We have laws about emission standards yes. so that you don't all get asthma. <laughs> it's like clearly bad things happen and new procedures, laws, and policies are put into place because guess what? We we learn and we adapt and we get better. And so, yes, more stringent things are put into effect to hopefully save lives of people. That's what we're aiming for is saving lives. You know, that's that don't be selfish. Help save a life. You can help save a life. Exactly. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Sorry. We got on that we, soapbox. We, there. We, wow. We ranted. We, we got on soapbox. But I okay. would recommend listening to people who have done actual research and actual doctors who are experiencing this and nurses. And I would listen to them over, say, Dr. Demon Seaman, the, <laughs> the crazy lady who's like, masks are pointless because we already have a cure for coronavirus, except we don't. There is no cure. And at least and she's like. A person who also thinks the government's run by reptiles and Jim- there's alien DNA in medicine and all this. And also in reference to the demon semen stuff, she thinks that um, if you have problems gynecologically, uh, it's because you're having sex with demons in your sleep. Which, I, I, I mean, as as a person who does do that, that's not what I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've had no issues I've had whatsoever. no problems. She's She's lying. Fine. <laughs> Just kidding. My, I think my favorite part of that story is that what she says is the the female demon will go and have sex with the male mm-hmm. and take his sperm mm-hmm. and then turn itself into a man demon and use the sperm from the man that she took it from. But now it's a, what a is man happening? and has sex with the woman in her dream. What is happening? And that's a person that people are like, see, it's proof. See, like, it, good, if, somebody, yeah. if somebody told me that, in a, a strictly clinical setting, I would send them immediately, probably put them on a, some kind of hold and send them for a uh, psychological evaluation because that's crazy person talk right there. Yes, it is. But teach their own, I guess, whatever you want to believe. Okay. But also, if, if your whole thing is like, I don't know, you think doctors are fake or something, I don't know what it is. Um, whatever I'm, the deal I, is. I'm here to say... I'm a healthcare professional and I am not fake. All right. I am very real. But if you are one of those people or an anti-vaxxer or any of those people, again, I just think you should move off to like Montana, live on your little compound and just leave real society alone. Has anybody ever played Oregon Trail? Anybody ever, anybody, anybody out there ever played Oregon Trail? This just, just, just go on your venture down to Montana out West and no, you don't get any vaccines. You don't get antibiotics. You get nothing. See how well that goes. I, I, I mean, it, it, you get dysentery. You get cholera. You get the, I mean, listen, no, we haven't released these episodes, but Andrew and I did a recording of, we, 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 we did talk about it. Oh, did yeah. we? Well, okay. we talked, well, I mean, we did. Okay. We do, we do a little drunk history uh, thing podcast. We've recorded some episodes, but my my late my last one from that was the history of vaccines and it is eye-opening it is even as a healthcare professional it is eye-opening how much how far we have come in medicine and like why don't you believe in it like people it the evidence is right there well because 
they don't want that to be real. So uh-huh. they pretend it isn't by that. That's the whole thing is this, this is why like, I, I kind of wish we hadn't done this just because I'm like, well, we can't stop talking. We have to stop. We have we're, to stop. We're about to stop, but I just want to say like, it's, I don't know if you can convince those people because it is something where if you say, Oh look, see this study, this study, this study, this study, this study, all these numbers, whatever, they'll just say, well, the studies are lies. Yeah. That number's a lie. Yeah. These facts are lies. These facts exist to persecute me. Yeah. I don't, they're, they're not real. They made, they're made up by the deep state or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So, and I don't know how you reach those people. You, there's no reach. They're gone. They're far, they're too far gone. But yeah, like you said, you believe what you want to believe. I can't help that you're wrong if you believe this. <laughs> uh, no, but really, I, I love the saying that you said that one time, just because you don't believe in science doesn't make it not factual. Science is real, whether you believe in it or not. Yes. Science is real, whether you believe in it or not. So you can believe what you want to believe, but you know, there are facts and then there are not facts. So, and that's the way the world turns. Says you. It says I part of the deep state over here. That's right. Cause the earth is flat. Yep. But anyway, okay, guys, we're getting off this dang soapbox. Andrew, hop down. Okay. Okay, we're down. It. Okay, we're down. Oh, there it is. That was me jumping down. Whoop. That there the, it is. That was the noise. <laughs> Whoop. And I'm right. Okay. Hey, guys, thanks for uh, sticking with us through our soapbox. It's okay if you fast forwarded. We don't blame you. If you en- Hopefully, you enjoyed everything else we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the point. So, um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. You can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us on Twitter at PTTDPod. And, of course, feel free to message or email us at our email account, pttdpod at gmail.com. We release episodes every Tuesday. Please, please, please subscribe, rate, like, share, comment, especially share. The way we um, get around is by you telling your friends, by you sharing our links that we post on all of our social medias. And yeah, please uh, um, comment, like, subscribe on other streaming services uh on spot we're on spot i just snapped sorry uh we're on spotify now uh apple podcasts um and pretty much all the other streaming services so yeah um guys thank you again uh we'll this will drop on tuesday and then we'll see you next tuesday for another episode okay guys have a great week don't be a weird baby wear your mask wash your hands social distance and please be safe We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.